Hey, hey, friends. This is Jessie DeShane, a chronic illness support coach and host over here on the Chronically Healing Podcast. When I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's thyroiditis, I was scared and immediately started looking for support. After finding so much negativity in the autoimmune world, I decided to start a community that emphasizes positivity and healing. On this show, you will hear me have conversations with people just like you who are on their own unique healing journey with chronic illness. There might be a few tears, but you are guaranteed to have a bunch of laughs and lots and lots of love and support. Let's dive into the show. Hey friends, it's Jessie back for episode number, oh my gosh, five. Yes, five. So today it's just another solo podcast episode. If you can hear my dryer in the background, I'm so sorry, but this is the craziest work week for me this week. So I'm just trying to get things in as I can. In fact, it's like 10.03 p.m. right now and I'm recording this podcast which shows you how much I'm loving podcasting, but yeah, I just need to get shit done this week. Um, I'm actually going to New York for the first time in my life, but I'm going on Friday through Sunday uh, with my boss for work. So it's just been a crazy week. I had a photo shoot tonight with a friend of mine. Um, oh my gosh, what else do I have going on? I have two coaching calls tomorrow night after work, and then I have like just a bunch of crap to do on Thursday night too. Plus, I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm actually like terrified of flying. So um, Thursday night will probably be pretty anxiety ridden for me anyway. So I'm getting off on a tangent, but to bring it back around today I kind of wanted to talk about working with chronic illness with autoimmune disease for me working with uh, Hashimoto's so the reason that I want to talk about this is because at least for me I feel like a lot of the people that I follow on Instagram online who are dealing with chronic illness or Uh, maybe are in like the coaching world and the blogging world, they are currently working for themselves, which is my overall goal. And a big reason for that is so that I can have a lot more flexibility with my health. But in the meantime, when I am working just like the rest of y'all and then doing my side hustle on the side, I need to make sure that I am working in the best capacity for me. So I'm going to give you a few tips that have worked for me when I have been looking for a job or changing jobs or setting expectations for my job. I'm just putting this out here. This is not going to work for everyone. You might have a certain field that you're in, a certain place that you live, a certain limiting belief that you have maybe that what I'm talking about may not fit your lifestyle, but these are just a few things that I've done over the past few years on my healing journey to make sure that I am doing as much as I can while I still need to work full-time. So with that, let's get into the episode. Just a little background for you guys. I graduated from... 
what I can't even say graduated I graduated from college uh, in northern Wisconsin in 2010 and from there I moved to Milwaukee Wisconsin if any of y'all know where that is and I lived there for about four years I worked in the advertising agency life and it was crazy uh, the best thing that came out of that was that I met my most bestest best friend in the entire world through one of those agencies but the rest of it was pretty much just insane it like I don't know if any of you know anything about marketing or advertising agencies but things are crazy so from there I actually was working a job at an ad agency like I said and I was also working a part-time job as uh, like a, a person that shows rental apartments so I was doing that on the weekends just because I was being paid so bad at my first job or at my ad agency job so then I actually decided to switch careers move into an event planning career and that brought me back to Green Bay Wisconsin which if I didn't mention it before is where my alma mater is so and I actually worked at my alma mater. So I did alumni events for about two and a half years. Uh, again, there I also worked two other jobs. I worked front desk at a gym and then I also did social media freelance on the side. So with that, that's kind of where I started taking care of myself a little bit better. I lost about 30 pounds when I lived in Green Bay. Um, yeah, so I was taking care of myself physically but not on the inside so that's about the time that I met Ben which I hope you liked last the last episode that I did with Benjamin but I moved to Chicago to be with Ben and I took a job here and that's kind of about the time that my health really took a downturn and also when I really started paying attention to the thing that I do the most in my life which is unfortunately work. So one of the first things that I can say is to make sure that you're doing the best job for you. Not everybody in the world is meant to be an entrepreneur. Not everybody in the world is meant to do the same things. That's why we're so interesting because we're so different. But for me personally, I want to work for myself. I want the opportunity to have a more flexible lifestyle. I want to help women that are going through their healing journeys. So that is my long-term goal. However, like I said, currently still working full-time over here. So I need to make sure that what I'm doing full-time is something that is not completely draining me of my energy, that it is not causing me to work outrageous hours. So my first job when I moved to Chicago was actually at a company way out in the suburbs, which if you don't know anything about Chicago, uh, getting anywhere here takes forever. So I worked in the suburbs and uh, driving back and forth to the city where I lived, usually most days would be between two and a half to three hours of a commute total. So not only am I working eight to five at a job that I don't particularly like, but I have a three-hour commute on top of that. So it just completely drained me. I hated it. I felt awful all the time. 
when I would get to work, I wouldn't have anything to do, which was a big reason that I looked for a new job. So I was lucky enough to find a new job pretty quickly. However, here's the issue. Because I was so desperate to get out of that first job, I took the first one that I was offered at a new place. And I didn't listen to my intuition. And my intuition was telling me in that interview, this is not right. The person that was interviewing me just gave me a bad feeling. I just wasn't loving it. I wasn't loving company. I wasn't interested in what they were about. But it was downtown. They said that they were flexible with uh, work-life balance. And yeah, it was just something new. It was something that I thought would be better. So I took the job. I was super excited about it. Within the first week, I knew that it was not the wrong decision because it did get me out of my first job, but I did realize that I maybe made a mistake in being a little too excited to take on a new job just because I wanted to get out of my first one. So this job ended up being, in my opinion, the causation of some really bad and some moderate flare-ups that I had in the next year and a half. I had a boss basically that was just kind of all over the place. He didn't really know what he was doing. He wasn't put in a good place to be leading a team. And long story short, made my life very stressful. They tried to make it quote-unquote better by placing me under a new person as a supervisor, but that actually ended up being worse because at least my first boss was nice. My second boss was extremely aggressive. Um, so not only am I dealing with the fact that this job, in fact, wasn't a good job for work-life balance, I was also dealing with a lot of stress at work, a lot of, you know, just typical crap. So with that, I would go to work every day and I would just be drained of all of my energy because there was so much negativity surrounding me, not necessarily all of my coworkers, just the community that I managed was very negative. Um, a lot of our customers didn't necessarily love us. And then I had what I felt like was management that very obviously didn't like me and I was told that I wasn't liked so it was one of those things where you know I was doing everything in my power to do really well at my job but every time I would do something anything good that I did was overlooked so it was just super stressful all of my energy was just it was negative um, I would cry every Sunday before I had to go to work. Hell, some days I would cry and on Tuesday because I had to go back to work the next day. So it just wasn't worth it. Plus, the work-life balance that they said that they had was not true. Being the only person on the social media team at the time, while I was never told I was expected to work all the time, if something was missed, meaning if somebody random said something on Facebook on a Saturday night at 2 a.m. In the, in the morning and I didn't see it until Monday morning, I got in trouble for it. So even though it wasn't considered a job where I had to be on all the time, 
you know, the passive aggressive side of it was I did need to be on all the time. So it just got to the point where it was too much for me. I started looking for work from home jobs and I wasn't really finding anything, which was surprising to me. As some of you may know, I work in social media full time. I just wasn't finding anything. So again, because I'm rambling, long story short, I was contacted by a recruiter by another startup in the city of Chicago. And basically, you know, we had a chat. She said it wasn't a work from home position. However, it truly, truly was a work life balance system. And it was a much smaller company, a much smaller team that I would be working on. So I went into the opportunity very cautious because, as I told you in my last job, I kind of just took the first one that was offered to me and I didn't want to do the same thing again. So it was a long interview process. I really got to know the team. I really got to know their true culture, not just the culture that a company tells you, but their true culture. And I was able to see that while I would still have a lot of responsibilities there would be a lot of expectations the expectation to work all the time was not there I was very open and honest in I think my first phone interview with my current manager telling her that I had an autoimmune disease that I would have periods of time where I would feel really shitty and I just not necessarily that I needed to take off of work but having the opportunity to work from home, having the opportunity to leave early for a doctor's appointment and not have to be stressed about that was really, really important to me. So thankfully, I found that and um, I've been in this role now almost a month and it's so far it's been really good. So next, what I can say, if flexibility isn't Well, I'm guessing flexibility is probably important to anyone with an autoimmune disease, just knowing that if you're not feeling great, if you have some sort of flare-up, if you have a doctor appointment that you can take off of work. But I think another really important thing is finding a job that fits into what you love or something something that you're good at, something that you want to be better at, something something that you're passionate about even if the job in particular isn't what you're passionate about maybe you're passionate about the company or their mission or something like that so for me uh, two things that I'm passionate about outside of coaching is event planning and social media management so I have been oh my gosh I have been blogging since like 2012 As a hobby, I love social media. I'm constantly on social media. It's something that I find really fun. So for me, because those are things that I really love, I was able to teach myself, because I didn't learn this stuff in college, I was able to teach myself that side of the world and go after jobs that were in that realm. Another thing that I'm really passionate about that I really love doing is planning events. So that's another kind of segment or, I guess, career opportunity that I could have went toward. Uh, It just so happens that in Chicago, it's a little bit easier, at least I found for me, it was easier to find a job with the pay that I want in social media versus uh, wedding, or not wedding planning, versus event planning, unless I were to start my own business. And let me tell you, I have always wanted to be a wedding planner 
but maybe I should just plan my own wedding first and see what happens from there. Am I right? So I guess that would be another piece of advice that I would give you guys is that make sure you find a job that fits into what you want. There's nothing worse than feeling awful and having to go to work and then getting there and just being just unhappy because you don't like the energy, your boss treats you like crap, you aren't interested in what you're doing, it's not something you can get through the day doing. Just imagine all of that negativity that's swirling around in your brain even if you don't really hate your job but there's a part of it that is really nagging at you that you don't want to be there it's not affecting your autoimmune disease necessarily but it's affecting your mindset which in turn will end up in affecting your autoimmune disease will end up in uh why do i keep saying infecting end up affecting your health your wellness your positivity your all of that kind of stuff so it's really important and you know what i get it sometimes i mean i live in chicago i'm really lucky i could probably go work at a starbucks and like a restaurant and like i could find a new job pretty quickly in the city i know coming from someone that's from a very small town i know that sometimes you kind of just have what you have but I think what's important there is to find something about your job that you really like even if it's every Monday you get to um, like dress up the what am I trying to say dress up the lobby of your dentist office that you work at because you really actually love interior design so like you come in early on Mondays and you make a flower arrangement and you like get new pillows and you I don't know I'm just making stuff up as I sit here but like find something that you love and focus on that because there's nothing worse than feeling like shit and then having to go work a job that you hate try to find something and then honestly if you hate it try to find a new job But again, I get that not everybody can do that. So you have to find ways to make the job that you currently have feel better for you. And you know what? If you're going for a different job or maybe you want to start your own business or you want to do a blog on the side, I had a coach once that actually told me that to to think of your current full-time job as an angel investor. And I really love thinking about it that way because even if you have no intention of say taking your blog into a full-time job but it's something that you love to do on the weekends you like taking pictures and adding them to instagram every day that you go to work even if you don't love it that job is funding the camera that you use for your photos that job is funding the new computer that you need to buy to put out better blog posts so just think of it and be grateful for it in that way if that is kind of the only way that you can try to find something um, so that you're focusing on that positivity instead of the negativity okay so something that i really struggle with and sometimes can be a struggle in jobs like i said in my previous job and my ad agency job um, (laughs) setting boundaries with my employer just wasn't something 
that was working for me. I wish that it's something that I would have set immediately. So that's why when I went into this new job, I made sure to really set that expectation. So I think know your boundaries. So for me, I just can't work all the time anymore. I just can't do it. Like 40 hours is a long time. If there's an emergency, I will jump on it if I'm able to, but I can't work more than 40 hours. In fact, if and when I can, I tend to cut my hours because personally, I have a hard time even with 40 hours some weeks. So I know that my boundary is at that 40 hour mark. I know that I really don't want a job that's going to require me to be working a lot of nights and weekends. I don't want a job like my previous job that was expecting me to kind of be on all the time, even if it was just checking in, still just isn't something that fits within my boundaries anymore. So finding what those boundaries are Um, Another thing for me is that I get really overwhelmed by other people's energies. I'm an empath. I am just easily affected by other people's energies, specifically negative energy. For some reason, my body just claws on to other people's negative energy and doesn't let it go. So I try to notice that. So I, when I'm in situations at work or outside of work, I try to kind of pick up on what's going on and make sure that I'm setting myself up for success. That was another thing when I was doing all the interviews with this current company. I made sure every time I went there that I kind of felt that energy. When I was talking to my current now, current coworkers, um, that I could feel their energy, how they felt about work, how they felt about things, because I knew that that would end up bleeding into my life. So that was something that was really important to me was kind of knowing um, the energy and like how I could help myself with that. Another thing that seems to be really popular in Chicago is open concept, which means like basically just one big open room where everybody works together. And it's something that I don't love, but it's unfortunately something that I have to work with. So for me, finding a job where I can work from home occasionally so that I can kind of switch up my scenery so that I can get away from people talking all the time, that type of thing, really important to me. Um, And that actually brings me to another point. Another thing, not necessarily a boundary, but something that really helps me is that I get up tons of times during the day. In fact, my coworkers probably think that I pee a lot, which I do, but because I'm constantly getting up and just like walking to get water or go to the bathroom or just kind of walk the hall quick. I'm just not somebody that can sit all day. I need to move. I need to breathe. I need to see like a new scenery I need to take myself away from work not only as someone with a chronic illness but just someone as a functioning worker in society that's just something that I need is that constant kind of change and uh, breaks are really important to me so just something that I know about myself this kind of goes with boundaries but like really knowing when you're pushing yourself too hard 
And I really hope, 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 hope that everybody listening to this podcast has a very supportive boss, has a very supportive job that when you tell them, you know what, like working every Saturday is just too much for me. If you need me to work Saturdays, can I instead cut a few weeks or cut a few hours during the day or hey, like I really need to take a mental health day because I'm really struggling after writing this huge plan. So, you know, things like that where you can, you know when you're pushing yourself too hard and you can kind of rein it back in and try to, to, I guess, not be pushing yourself so hard. Something for any of my other boss babes out there that are working full-time or part-time or they're a mom full-time, anything like that, plus trying to start a new business or running a side hustle on the side, we really need to pay attention to when we're pushing ourselves too hard. Like even today, I had my whole night planned out. I've been so stressed because I have so much to do before I leave on Friday. And tonight I was like, okay, I have a photo shoot right after work. And then I need to meal prep and I need to do laundry and I need to work out for an hour and I need to take a shower and I need to do this. And I was so stressed out that I actually was like, angry going into my photo shoot when this was something that was going to be fun and you know what I cut my work out and I meal prepped and did laundry while I'm doing this podcast so I just just knowing when you're putting too much pressure on yourself and you're pushing yourself too hard is something that you need to be self-aware of because nobody else can tell you that I mean I guess I shouldn't say that my fiance will point it out every now and then for me but yeah you just don't be so hard on yourself girl you're doing a lot okay I guess my last and final tip which I I kind of mentioned a little bit earlier is say you are working and you're nine to five and your boss is awful to you you only get five days of vacation time a year you are sick all the time because of the energy of negative coworkers. you're doing something that you absolutely hate and you just can't do it anymore then you need to pull on your big girl pants and or big boy pants if you're listening and you need to find a new job you need to find an escape plan and trust me like, I come from a town of a thousand people. I know that not everybody has the opportunities that I have in Chicago where there's a job on all over the place. But you have to come up with an ex- escape plan, even if it is just getting yourself, getting your, writing your resume, uh, updating your LinkedIn profile, taking some classes to learn a different skill set so that you can apply for a job that pays more does something else or whatever look into virtual jobs Um, those are so big right now there's so many things that you can do online or do from home or only have to go in a few days a, a week and then work remote the rest of the time 
Now, I will say a lot of people want to work those jobs, so you really need to kill it in your resume. You really need to kill it in your interviews and your applications for those. But there's plenty of options, even if you are in the middle of nowhere. Again, take this with a grain of salt. This is just my opinion, and I know this may be like irking some people, especially if you have limiting beliefs, which probably just irked you even more, but you you have to find an escape plan. You have to decide when you're going to get out. You need to start saving your money. Um with your partner and decide that maybe you once you save up x amount of dollars you are going to quit your job even if you haven't found a new job yet so that you can then pour yourself into finding a new job full-time because you just can't take this anymore maybe you are going to start that blog that you that you never wanted to start before because you were afraid but you know what this might help you get some opportunities to get out maybe you are like I said before take a class on social media and you're going to learn how to be the next biggest bestest Instagram coach in the world and you're going to take that by storm you have to find something that can help you get out of where you are now because while it's a part of our world that everyone needs to be bringing in money in some way and I understand that and you may have a family to take care of you may have all of these things that maybe I don't know about or I don't deal with but you have to do something. You have to step into that light and take care of yourself. You need to be the advocate for yourself. I talk about being an advocate for your health. You need to be an advocate for yourself in all things in life. You need to be your biggest biggest cheerleader and you also need to be your biggest, mm, what's the word? Shit caller outer? Is that a word? That's not a word. I just made it up. But you need to realize maybe when you're holding yourself back somewhere or maybe it's going into your current job sitting down with your boss and being like hey I'm unhappy what can we do because for the most part maybe not in every job but for the most part in a job that cares about you and cares about revenue because it's really expensive to have to let someone go and then hire someone new (laughs) into that position maybe they'll work with you maybe they'll come up with different plans of attack maybe they'll let you start working on other projects that could be really interesting for you there's always something you can do and you need to be your own advocate in all things in life i have been rambling now for a half hour holy crap it is 10 34 your girl needs to go to bed because otherwise I'm going to be asleep at work tomorrow and that's not something we should do. So thank you for listening. I would love to hear, I don't know, any add-ons, any complaints, any, any, anything about this episode. If you'd like, send me an email or join the Autoimmune Positive Facebook group, AI Positive Facebook group, and let me know there. I would love to hear about anything dealing with that I think that's about it so you know what go out there be your own advocate go after your dreams no matter what they are 
I know that entrepreneurship, coaching, Instagram, famous, blogging is super popular right now. Maybe that's not for you, but maybe it is. If it is, you go after it. If it's not, there's other ways that you can make sure that you're choosing the correct job for yourself so that you're not being pushed into these chronic illness flares, so that you're not being living a negative, unhappy life. I really think that everything bleeds into each other. Every time I've had a flare, it has been because of a stressor, a big stressor in my life. And a lot of times it's my body being like, hey, Jesse, wake up. Maybe this isn't right for you. So just think about it that way. Um, yeah, I would love to hear your feedback. And again, thank you so much for watching watching. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.